Welcome to GrishaCast. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry. This is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by the wonderful Lee Bardugo. Moi savayanyi, casters. It is GrishaCast, and this is your host, Eric. And Terry. What's up? Hi. <laughs> oh my gosh. How are you? Um, I'm a little flustered this week, to yeah. be honest. Okay. I, I try to say that I'm fantastic every week, but this <laughs> week I just can't fake it. <laughs> I get it, girl. I am. Um, it has been a long one. Chris and I are just getting over being sick, and I cannot wait till this weekend so I can just rest. I don't plan on doing anything. Oh, there's no rest for parents. I know, but I can pretend. You sure can. It's a dream. <laughs> you. It's always good to dream. Yeah, I realized that actually. It was my first time being sick with a kid and also the other parent being sick. Oh, yes. So that was like really crazy experience um, as me being a parenting 101 mm-hmm. because you just have to keep going on and doing everything and um, no matter how horrible you feel. Exactly. That was hard. You can't just <laughs> lay around and get over it. I will admit that was very hard for me. I didn't expect that. I, at least um, you guys have each other, though. Even though you were both sick, at least there were two of you. Yeah, it was just—it was so funny. I just—it was almost like we we're like, let's do shifts. <laughs> Tag team, you're you, it. <laughs> you take, you take this first shift, and I'll take the next. I'll keep watch. Yeah, <laughs> it literally is like that. It is. It is. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a hard one. Yeah, it was new. So. Well, I'm glad you got to experience that. <laughs> I can't wait for more. <laughs> Ooh. This is... It's fun when everybody's got a stomach flu. That's the best one. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's that's my favorite one right you, there. Hey, you know what, though? Um, my kid made a super huge boo-boo, though. Uh-oh. He told me that he's never that he doesn't get sick. He doesn't get colds. He just, like, he doesn't get sick. So I was like, oh, that's good. So can't ever tell me you're too sick to go to school, honey. <laughs> right boom can i get that in writing with her signature please yeah <laughs> so well that's kind of cute yeah inaccurate but cute yeah <laughs> so anyways um grisha cast we um had a, we're almost done with this book that's crazy to think that we, we are. are um but um did i tell you i had a realization this week oh what was that it was so stupid and silly and you're probably gonna laugh at me and everyone else out there is gonna laugh at me Uh, but I had the three books stacked up on my bookshelf okay and (laughs) I'm so embarrassed and I realized that the covers of each one of them (laughs) are each one of um the the little powerful creatures and amplifiers um, uh yeah (laughs) and then I (laughs) And I was like, oh, well, the colors kind of go along with it, too, because we have the land and mm-hmm. the sea and the fire and, and the names kind of go along with the. And so I just sat there kind of with my hands over my <laughs> face like, oh, <laughs> my goodness, everyone is going to laugh at me. But I thought I would share that because I cannot believe that I didn't catch on to hey, that early. Awesome. <laughs> hey, don't worry about it. It's kind of like the people that. um. <sighs> In RuPaul's Drag Race, um, when she comes out and, like, she expects everybody to be, like, you know, the winner has charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. 
And to know what that stands for? Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of people that didn't know what that stood for. And I'm like, come on. Really? That's like the other day when I said, see you next Tuesday to somebody. And then I had to make it awkward and turn around and go, no, no, no. I wasn't calling you the C word. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant. I literally meant I'm going to see you next Tuesday. Exactly. And then that just made it way more awkward because they actually didn't know what I was talking oh. about. And I just stood there like, okay, bye. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> poor peeps. It's okay. <laughs> we'll we just, get you. I'll just sit here and be awkward. Hey, I do that best. <laughs> That's why we're friends. It, exactly. <laughs> so, okay, well, let's get on and into this. So, recap of kind of last week. Let's see. So, we're getting ready for war. Um, and what else really happened last week? You know, um, we had the Pickle King party. We sure did. And Apparat. There was a lot of, like, research and knowing that the stories are different. Right. And the Apparat was creepy and popped up out of nowhere. and Nothing new. Yeah. So, um, anyways. Well, let's just go on into where we are. Chapter 19, starting us right off. So, we've got Alina going to visit David on the roof where he's been starting construction on these massive dishes and um yeah so i think those are a lot bigger than i had in mind when i heard the word dishes <laughs> did you think of like tupperware i sure <laughs> like, did just a small little <laughs> like a little dinner dish. plate yeah <laughs> well i bet when you read this you're like wow that's a pretty big yes. dish i was like wow <laughs> on the roof and also somehow in the very first um sentence somehow i missed gigantic <laughs> <laughs> mirrored <laughs> dishes. It's just those few words that can trip you up. It really it's, is. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Um, anyway, so they're constructing these dishes, and also she starts to ask David about kind of the, about the collar, and pretty much is asking if she can ever take it off since David's the one that put it on her. And he explains to her that, no, um, you can't ever take that off. And if you did, the repercussions would be pretty much making the fold look like a paper cut, is how he describes yeah, it. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah, so, yikes. That's 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 pretty big. But also, so, I can't imagine having that on you forever. Well, I know. We're imagining, well, <laughs> yeah, it's this huge collar. It would drive me insane. It would. <laughs> I would not get good sleep. And is it spiky because it's antlers? And how do you move your neck? Like, the, I have questions. Well, I think the cool thing about the people, like, I mean, David putting it on her is they get to, like, forge it where it's probably smooth and, like, you know, they they get to, since it's a material mm. object, they can actually maneuver that. So it's not pokey? No, I don't think it's pokey. I don't think it is. Um, so anyways, um after she talks to David about it, she kind of has this realization, and here's a quote. Whatever I was becoming, there was no turning back. I'd hope the visions were the result of the bite from the Nietzsche Voya, that the effects might somehow diminish as the wound slowly healed. But that didn't seem to be happening. And even if it did, I would always be tied to the darkling through the collar. So she's starting to realize that she's there's no turning back, really, from where she is right now. And that's... It's kind of scary um, just because, I mean, she, she's got the second amplifier. She's getting pretty strong, and she's noticing all these different changes happening. We, I mean, we've got the Darkling sightings. We've got all this 
just weird stuff happening to her and she's just there's no turning back so she's a powerful woman now she is um david also gets um the courage to ask about jenya haven't heard about her in a while yeah it was like the first sweet little thing from david it was it was and it's kind of neat because we just get to see david in a whole other light i think we get to see that he's got some feelings for jenya I think Jinya would be happy to know that he asked about her. Oh, of course. Absolutely. So that was sweet. And um, she, um, when he asks asks her about it, she tells him that she she was okay and safe the last time that he saw, that she saw her. um, And that she, she doesn't think that she really had a choice when, like when leaving. Um, That, I mean, she just... She was pretty much trying to give Jenya, like, an easy out, I think. She didn't want to hurt David's feelings, you know, and say, like, oh, well, she didn't just come with us because she didn't want to. Like, she didn't come because she couldn't. Right. So, and she states, I wanted to say something comforting, something reassuring, but this is a quote, by the way, but there were so many mistakes in my own past that I couldn't think of anything that wouldn't ring false. We do the best we can, I offered lamely. David looked at me then, and the regret plain on his face. No matter what I said, we both knew the hard truth. We do our best. We try, and usually it makes no difference at all. Whew. That's a strong quote. 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 Um, but you know that's like the real tea. That's like how things happen in your life. It is. I mean, I really like the reality of that quote because it is. that's all we do. I mean, we you try. Try your best, and a lot of times it has nothing to do with the outcome. Exactly. Absolutely. So it will be what it will be. It will. So at their next council meeting, um, the leaders mention how their numbers of troops are starting to dwindle, and. Ugh, Vasily, Lord, this piece of... Mm, he <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he has a wonderful idea of just, um, since the numbers are dwindle- dwindling, let's just lower the age range for the draft. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, Alina gets a little ticked off at this, and um, which, I mean, I understand. That's just insane. And <laughs> starts talking about, like... Using babies for like cannons or something. I don't know. It's yeah. Just, ugh, graphic, but <laughs> anyways, that's not a it's not a fun visual. No, it's not <laughs> seeing a baby flying out of a cannon. I mean, it's a little humorous if you don't take it too seriously. Right. But it's it's not good. So Nikolai Nikolai and Vasily get into a heated argument and both unfortunately show their tempers. Nonetheless, Nikolai still was able to get some of his ideas passed and approved during the meeting. So that's good. And afterwards, Nikolai and Alina are walking together and Nikolai expresses his frustrations with showing <laughs> showing his butt during that meeting. <laughs> you know, and Alina tells him, you know, it's because you actually care. Oh, and this is a quote. This is a really good one. It's because you actually care about what happens to this country, I said. The throne is just a prize for Vasily, something he wants to squabble over like a favorite toy. You're not like that. You'll make a good king. Aww. Aww. Oh, sweet. I think that touched him, too. Oh, it did. I think 
he wants her to touch him. But I think that too. <laughs> I think that 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 actually got to him because the you know in the next little line where he acts all embarrassed and shy and all it's, he could say was thank you. Yeah, we haven't seen that side. So Oz Alta is also celebrating a holiday called Bellinock. And everyone seems to be in good spirits. Even the Grisha are listening to Alina's advice and like they're not staying in their little cliques. Um, and they're talking outside of their Grisha orders. So that's cool. And Alina has tried to talk with Mal, but he has stayed pretty far away. He um, still a little sour over their last, last conversation. Um, he's a little bitter Betty. Yeah, he kind of does his post and disappears when mm. he's not... Yeah, so she can tell also that he's been drinking more. So he and and looking a little rough. Yeah, looking a little rough. He's not taking care of himself. So and I'm sh- and obviously, of course, we know that's hurting Alina because we know her connection to him and how she just can't stand to be separated from him. Mm-hmm. It's just this, it's the it's an unhealthy relationship. It is. It's just, it's 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 different, and there's so much more to be seen in this relationship, obviously. Um, but there's a huge fabric of the stories based around it, and um, we'll see that come to light. Alina keeps going to her meetings, though, even though, like Mal's being like this, she keeps training with Botkin and practicing the cut by the lake. Because don't forget, these big, huge like dishes are not just to amplify her power. I mean there to amplify the cut so Mm -hmm. like that's crazy and huge um and anyways that's kind of neat so anyways i've got another quote right here if the battle went badly we would retreat to the domed hall okay so the reason i have this quote is because it's kind of just telling us what their plan is and because they're they're getting ready for war so what if the Darkling comes and pretty much just takes over or just, like, pushes over those walls really easily. So here's what the quote is, and here's what they say. If the battle went badly, we would retreat to the domed hall to await relief from Polite's Naya. The doors were reinforced with Grisha steel, and the fabricators had already started sealing up cracks and gaps to prevent entry by the Nietzsche I didn't think it would come to that. I'd reached a dead end in my attempts to locate the Firebird. If David couldn't get those dishes working, then when the Darkling finally marched on Ravka, we would have no choice but to evacuate. Run and keep running. So, they're coming up with some plans. Got to. Yeah, and then, you know, right after that, she's like, it's not going to come to that. Right. We'll probably all be dead before that. Yeah. It would even happen. Yeah. So she's she's also just still trying to find this firebird. And <laughs> um, at this point, she has pretty much read everything, <laughs> I think, on this firebird. And then what do we have happen but a darkling sighting. Yes. Alina keeps seeing the Darkling. Mm-hmm. And this isn't happening just spontaneously anymore. Nope. We're getting it on, like, kind of a daily That's basis. on the daily. Yeah. She's seeing it a lot. Um, she even, at one point, screams out, Why won't you leave me alone? And this is kind of creepy, because minutes pass by, and then he says, Then I'd be alone, too. Aw. How depressing. 
<laughs> but yeah, but I like I I enjoy characters that have the the different aspects to them. Oh. I like the complication in the character. So I I like it when dark characters mm-hmm. will say something that make you feel for them. Oh yeah. The dark but it, yeah, he's an he's a very complex character and he's really cool and I enjoy seeing that. Um I agree 100%. So let's do our first scene. So this is um in this first scene, I'm going to play Alina and Terry's going to play Nikolai and um are you ready, girl? I'm ready. Okay, so curtain up. The one bright spot was Vasily's decision to abandon Ozalta for the yearling auctions in Karieva. I nearly crowed with delight when Nikolai gave me the news on one of our walks. Packed up in the middle of the night, Nikolai said. He says he'll be back in time for my birthday, but I wouldn't be surprised if he finds some excuse to stay away. You should try not to look so smug, I said. It's not very regal. Surely I'm allowed some small dispensation for gloating, he said with a laugh. He whistled that same off-key tune I remembered from the Volkvony as we walked along. Then he cleared his throat. Alina, not that you aren't always the picture of loveliness, but are you sleeping? Not much, I admitted nightmares i did still dream of the broken skiff of people running from the darkness of the fold but that wasn't what kept me up at night not exactly ah said nikolai he clasped his hands behind his back i notice your friend has been throwing himself into his work lately he's much in demand well i said keeping my voice light that's that's mal where did he learn to track no one seems to be able to decide if it's luck or skill. He didn't learn. he just always been able to do it. How nice for him, said Nikolai. I've never been a natural at anything. You're a spectacular actor, I said, Drilly. Do you think so? he asked. Then he leaned in and whispered, I'm doing humble right now. I shook my head in exasperation, but I was grateful for Nikolai's cheery babble and even more thankful when he let the subject drop. End scene. I just love that. I love Nikolai and Alina together. They're cute. And um, I just love Nikolai. He's such Mm -hmm. an amazing character. But um, so going on, David finally finishes working on these gigantic bowls. They're gigantic. They are. (laughs) They're gigantic. (laughs) They're not dinner plates. They're not dinner plates. They're gigantic. They are not. (laughs) It's not the shrimp plate. (laughs) <laughs> um we're not dealing with the salad bowl here we no. are these are gigantic can we just call them mirrors why do they have to be dishes yeah <laughs> and then i'm throwing in their bowl so just the whole dinnerware set <laughs> oh i that's awesome i just like kind of like pictured my own like you know amplifier dinnerware set and like just oh, oh well someone on Etsy get on that yeah but yeah we could totally imagine all the grease grisha standing around with their different you know some have a bowl and some have a plate and some have a, they're all their a roll own. plate and they're just standing there with their little dishes <laughs> sorry that was the image that went in my head i love it all right so <laughs> enough of that Everyone gathers um, on the roof to watch this demonstration, and I'm about to read kind of a little bit of a long quote, and the reason I love this is because I just love Lee's writing when she talks about power and their power. So 
This is a really awesome quote. Um, Here we go. I raised my hand. David blew on the whistle again. I called the light. It entered me in a golden torrent and burst from my hands in two steady beams. They struck the dishes, reflecting off them in a blinding glare. It was impressive, but nothing spectacular. Then David whistled again, and the dishes rotated slightly. The light bounced off their mirrored surfaces, multiplying upon itself and focusing into two blazing white shafts that pierced the early twilight. An awe went up from the crowd as they shielded their eyes. I guess I didn't have to worry about drama. The beam sliced through the air, sending off waves of cascading brilliance and radiant heat, as if they were burning through the sky itself. David gave another short blast on the whistle, and the beams fused into a single molten blade of light. It was impossible to look directly at it. If the cut was a knife in my hand, then this was a broadsword. The dishes tilted and the beam descended. The crowd gasped in an astonishment as the light slashed through the edge of the woods below, leveling the treetops. The dishes tilted further. The beam seared into the lake shore and then into the lake itself. A wave of steam billowed into the air with an audible hiss, and for a moment the entire surface of the lake seemed to boil. David gave a panic blast on the whistle. Hastily, I dropped my hands, and the light vanished we ran to the edge of the roof and gaped at the sight before us it was as if someone had taken a razor and lopped off the top of the woods in a clean diagonal cut from the tip of the tree line to the shore where the beam had touched down the ground was marked by a glowing trench that ran all the way to the water line end quote i one, I didn't want to try to explain that, <laughs> so that's also why I wanted to read it. But I just, I love it when she describes that stuff. I think it's beautifully written, and it's just, I I see exactly what she's talking about. Um, what a really cool thing to just happen. I mean, that's, that is ginormous. I mean, like, now the cut can't just, like, cut a person in half. I mean, they're really talking about, like, I mean. It's like a freaking laser beam. Yeah, exactly. A, a cutting laser beam. What's going to be really neat is watching that happen in the actual show. I can't wait to see that um, when in oh, yeah. Shadow and Bone. How that and also, they're really lucky that no one was in the way. Oh, yeah. Well, luckily, yeah, they all went to, to the roof. Because this was just practice. So yeah, it was. <laughs> that was dangerous. It was. So, But they all got through it, and... After that, everyone is just celebrating. They're all jumping on top of each other, hugging each other. People that don't even love one another are <laughs> hugging and kissing. They're and getting so happy. It. They are. It's just one of those golden girls moments for me. Um, Alina has a very uncomfortable conversation then with Mal um, on the way to the lake. with it. So everybody's like celebrating. And they're like, oh, let's go look at it. So they all go running from... Azalta, like, they all go running down the stairs, I guess, and they're running to go outside, and who does she pass? They want to play in the warm lake now. They do. But we've got... um, Beat up Mal. Beat up Mal. Poor Mal. And he missed everything. And I think he did, obviously, on purpose. He Um, did, but that's not being a good friend, like our Golden Girls moment. Thank you for not being a friend, Mal. True. Thank you for not being a friend. God. So... That was a good one, by the way. Thanks. I love that. Full circle. Go, girl. Um, so he clearly um, wants distance and has been drinking a lot. And um, anyway, their conversation is just really uncomfortable. But everyone 
nonetheless keep celebrating and getting along. And Alina and Nikolai have a nice long talk on the pier. And they discuss that, unfortunately, Vasily has returned from his trip. Aw, Vasily's back. That was a very short little break. Um, And then um, Nikolai says he wants to kiss her. Ooh, girl. But here's the stunning part. Doesn't want to until she isn't thinking of who? Mal. Not until you're thinking of me instead of trying to forget him. Yeah, so stunning part. She gets up and I think is like embarrassed and mad at the same time. Oh, absolutely. That's an insanely embarrassing moment. So she just gets up and walks away. And she has to pretend to be all mad at him. Yeah, so she's totally embarrassed as we enter chapter 20 and upset at herself, for I think, for feeling she might have wanted intimacy with Nikolai. Heck yeah, you do, girl. So Don't fight it. Don't Don't fight the moonlight. Uh, Alina decides to go (laughs) looking for Mal, I think, because she's just like... She feels guilty. Yeah, because guilty. I wanted to kiss Nikolai. And what happens here, but um, she... She looks for him, and Tamar ends up taking her to find him. And where is he but at, like, a Grisha Fight Club kind uh-huh. of thing going on? The first thing about Grisha Fight Club is, is we don't talk, talk about, about Grisha, Grisha Fight, Fight Club. Club. <laughs> right. So that is the very first rule. Um, Tamar broke it. Tamar sure did. So they go to Grisha Fight Club, Alina's first experience at this. Um, and... Who does she see but Mal um, fighting an, an ethereal guy? And, um, you know, that she's at first like, well, that's not balanced. I mean. Yeah, that's not fair. I mean, you're just like an otkazatsya. You're a regular human without powers, and he has powers, and you guys are fighting? Mm-hmm. Surprise. So this part is written really well. Um, I'm not going to read any of it, but um, I do really like the part where, like, I mean, as they're describing this, like, fighting match, I just think it's just kind of neat just because I I just, I can visually see everything that the way Lee wrote it out. Yeah, we're talking about feeling the the wind move through the crowd and the breeze. and it's really good. And all that stuff. And I will say, when I was reading through it, at the very beginning, I was like, oh, predictable. Mm -hmm. She's going to call and he's going to get distracted and he's going to get punched in the face like every other movie, book, and everything else. But that didn't happen and it made me so happy. Nope. Because everything is always so predictable and it didn't happen that way because someone kicked butt. Yeah, exactly. And it wasn't the Grisha. It wasn't. It was really surprising. Mal actually kicked butt in this fight. And, oh. Do you think it's like practice? Or like when the war is coming and he's just, you know, common boy. Like, do you think it's like practice, like trying to, I mean, he's trying to like, you know, get rid of his hurt and avoid things and avoid feelings and blah, blah, blah. But do you think also maybe that it's practice? Like now when we're in like the heat of battle that like he would kind of have the the practice to stand up to certain Grisha? Yeah, I, I think it very well could be. I think it's a combination of him always feeling also on the outside and of Grisha and like he's all he's also on the outside of Alina so I think it's almost like this like fight that they have going on like I mean he's just he's learning how to kick 
see if he can kick their butts too. They might be powerful, but that doesn't mean you can't stop me. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I think you're definitely onto something. There's a lot that I think it's complicated. It is. And for those of you guys out there that have read this, you know that I'm probably struggling. <laughs> Trying not <laughs> oh, to. Oh, boy. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> well, no, it's spoiler nothing. Spoiler alert me. I'm not spoiler alerting uh, anything. Not. No, I'm not. So, I'm um, proud of you. Yep. I'm going to keep my mouth shut, kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to move on. How does this fight end? Mal whops one nice big old fat kiss on Zoya. Ooh, girl, she Ooh, pissed. Drama. Mm-hmm. So mm. Alina is not happy. Mm-mm. She storms away. And you know what? And that leads us right into our second scene, y'all, where I will be playing Mal and Terry's going to be playing Alina. So we're going to take it to scene two. Let me know when you're ready, girl. I'm ready. Are you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, curtain Damn it, Alina, would you please stop? I couldn't give in to my hurt, so I gave in to my anger. You're the captain of my guard, I said, blundering through the trees. You shouldn't be brawling like some kind of commoner. Mal caught hold of my arm and yanked me around. I am a commoner, he growled. Not one of your pilgrims or your Grisha or some pampered watchdog who sits outside your door all night on the off chance that you might need me. Of course not, I seethed. You have much better things to do with your time, like getting drunk and shoving your tongue down Zoya's throat. At least she doesn't flinch when I touch her, he spat. You don't want me, so why do you care if she does? I don't, I said, but the words came out as a sob. Mal released me so suddenly that I almost fell backward. He paced away from me, shoving his hands through his hair. The movement made him wince. His fingers tested the flesh at his side. I wanted to yell at him to go find a healer. I wanted to smash my fist in the break and make it worse. Saints, he swore. I wish we'd never come here. Then let's leave, I said wildly. I knew I wasn't making any sense, but I didn't much care. Let's run away, tonight, and forget we ever saw this place. He let out a bitter bark of laughter. Do you know how much I want that? To be with you without rank or walls or anything between us? Just to be common again together? He shook his head. But you won't do it, Alina. I will. I said, tears spilling over my cheeks. Don't kid yourself. You'd just find a way back. I don't know how to fix this, I said desperately. You can't fix it, he shouted. This is the way it is. Did it ever occur to you that maybe you were meant to be a queen or I'm not meant to be anything at at all? That isn't true. He stalked towards me, the boughs of the trees making strange shifting shadows across his face in the twilight. I'm not a soldier anymore, he said. I'm not a prince, and I'm sure as hell not a saint. So what am I, Alina? I... What am I, he whispered. He was close to me now, the scent I knew so well. The dark green scent of the meadow was lost beneath the smell of sweat and blood. Am I your guardian, he asked. He ran his hand slowly down my arm from shoulder to fingertips. Your friend? His hand, his left hand skimmed down my other arm. Your servant? I could feel his breath on my lips. My heart thundered in my ears. Tell me what I am. He pulled me against his body, his hand circling my wrist. When his fingers closed, a sharp jolt rocked through me, buckling my knees. The world tilted and I gasped. Mal dropped my hand as as if he'd been burned. He backed away from me, stunned. What was that? I tried to blink away the dizziness. What the hell was that, he said again. I don't know. My fingers still tingled. 
A humorless smile twisted his lips. It's never easy with us, is it? I shoved to my feet, suddenly angry. No, Mal, it isn't. It's never going to be easy or sweet or comfortable with me. I can't just leave the little palace. I can't run away or pretend that this isn't who I am, because if I do, more people will die. I can't ever just be Alita again. That girl is gone. I want her back, he said roughly. I can't go back, I screamed, not caring who heard me. Even if you take away this collar and the sea whip scales, you can't carve this power out of me. And what if I could? Would you let it go? Would you give it up? Never. End scene. Whew, girl, there was a lot that in that. That was dramatic. It was. Um, it was days of our lives. And, oh my gosh, there's so much in that. Um, first off, we've got this weird twitching going on. Um, that like, Yeah, that's new. Yep, that we don't know what that is. Um, so anyways, um, and then they just kind of like forget about it and just go into just still talking about what's going on. They just forget that this weird thing happens. (laughs) Um, so anyways, I, um, do you guys love how, um, I said a line when like, I like yelled it in as he whispered, (laughs) (laughs) I started laughing. I was trying not to like laugh too hard in the mouth. I I was trying very hard not to laugh when I said my line after that. (laughs) Well, girl, we're doing great here. <laughs> I hope y'all are liking our scenes. Because we're professionals. We are. We are professional. <laughs> Work. So, um, anyways, that um, that end line that Alina gives, never. So, mm-hmm. that, that broke him. So, Mel walks Alina back to her room where um, she... Um, she tells Mal about her visions with the, seeing the Darkling. Yeah, she spills it all out. She does. Even when they were together. Yep. And she also expresses this, and here's a quote. There is no ordinary life for people like you and me. No ordinary life. Just battle and fear and mysterious crackling jolts that rocked us back on our heels. I'd spent so many years wishing to be the kind of girl that Mal could want. Maybe that wasn't possible anymore. There are no others like us, Selena, and there never will be. When the tears came, they burned hot and angry. I turned my face into my pillow so that no one would hear me cry. I wept, and when there was nothing left, I fell into a troubled sleep. Aww. So, um, and here's a weird part. Lena wakes up to. Oh, yeah, yeah, girl. Yeah. Alina wakes up to Mal. It's juicy. It is juicy. <laughs> Lena wakes up to Mal kissing her. Mm. And they just start making out. It is written very hot and heavy. They are doing more than making out. Oh, yes, they are. Um, In so many words. And she's very happy. She's enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, there's a. Sh- yeah, she was like, I want to see your eyes. And she grabs his head. <laughs> Look at me. And she twists his like neck, and he looks up at her, and what does she see? But Darkling sighting. Darkling sighting. It is the darkling. So she gets freaked out, as I would <laughs> if I was. Um, but also, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well. We'll just. Leave it there. So she is horrified and just starts running. And she has got to get some fresh air. Am I right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does. So she goes and gets herself, and she just can't stop. So she's just on this, like, I don't know. It's it's the morning walk. Um, and she's waiting for somebody to say something to, like, come to her, one of her guards, and nobody's coming. Nope. She So she just ends up walking out the See entire ya. castle. She's like, peace out. Peace out, y'all. And, I mean, on this, um, you know, this... um. This power walk that she's having. Um, she's um, just because she can't stop. She just ends up right through Osalta's gates and ends up where all the pilgrims mm-hmm. are. She just keeps moving. And what does she notice? That there's thousands of pilgrims now. So the numbers have gotten bigger. And um, then she kind of has this weird, like the sun starts to rise. And she starts to hear, I think, what the pilgrims are doing is like kind of like their morning prayers. Yeah, it's a very religious, spiritual moment. Right? That's it is. A, it's really, yeah. They just um, start chanting her name. And as the sun is rising, which is so interesting, I mean, being the sun summoner, obviously, I mean, the sun rising. I mean, yeah. it's kind of like this, I don't know. I'm, Symbolism. Yeah. So she um, she sees this, of course, and kind of starts to freak out and a little bit. It's also described as a hum. Yeah. And like a hive of bees shaken from a tree. That's not a pleasant sound. No. That's weird. It is. And she kind of gets freaked out, which I would totally understand. And in this freak out, she accidentally runs into a lady who then um, accidentally, I guess, like her scarf ends up falling off. And what happens? But the collar gets exposed. So... She's um, exposed. She she is. And obviously she's surrounded by all these pilgrims and they start to see that. So kind of hell breaks loose. Yep. Secrets out. Yep. And people just start slamming into her, almost ripping her apart. Um, and this gets um, kind of crazy. She hell, a chunk of her hair gets grabbed out of her scalp. Yeah, that's weird. It is. Um, but that just shows how these people are just like crazed for they are fanatics and we've got to remember these are also the same people that like are selling fake Mm -hmm. bones of hers and saying like you know i mean it's just it's crazy well luckily we got tolia and tamar to come in here and save the day so they scoop her up they get everybody to move back and they get her back um safely back into azalta well during this whole time She's kind of had like some, I don't know, some puzzle pieces. Light bulb moment. She has. And she is on it. So right when she gets back to Azalta, um, she has Tully and Tamar take her to the library. And she, this is where also they run into Mal. Oops. <laughs> and um, who, I guess. Dropped uh, the ball. Yeah, he was supposed to be watching her, so this shouldn't have happened. So she shouldn't have been able just to walk out Mm-mm. into Azalta. So nope. Tolly and Tamar get onto Mal a little bit, and Alina's like, "You know what? You guys stop. We got to talk. Let's all go to the war room. Y'all go get Nikolai. Let's meet up and let's talk because I've got something to say. We got to talk about this light bulb. Mm-hmm. So that leads us right into scene three, where I will be playing Nikolai." <laughs> and Terry is going to be playing Alina. So let me know when you are ready, girlfriend, because... I'm oh. ready. Okay, so um, curtain up. Uh. 
I pushed the atlas to the center of the table. There's a name the pilgrims use for me sometimes, I said. Daughter of Diva Stolba. Two mills, said Nikolai. A valley, named after the ruins at its mouth. I opened the atlas to the page I had marked. There was a detailed map of the southwestern border. Mal and I are from somewhere around here, I said, running my finger along the edge of the map. The settlements stretch all along this area. I turned the page to an illustration of a road leading into a valley studded with towns. On either side of the road stood a slender spindle of rock. They don't look like much, grumbled Tolia. Exactly, I said. Those ruins are ancient. Who knows how long they've been there or what they might have been. The valley is called Two Mills, but maybe they were part of a gatehouse or an aqueduct. I curved my finger across the spindles or an arch. A sudden silence descended over the room. With the arch in the foreground and the mountains in the distance, the ruins looked exactly like the view behind Sankt Ilya and the Istori Sanctia. The only thing missing was the firebird. End scene. So that is a lot. All of a sudden we have the discovery of this arch. Like, this is what we've been looking for. Where she's from. Yeah. So it's just kind of crazy. I mean, none of this is for sure, obviously. but um, No, but that is more than a coincidence. Exactly. And that's finally. So we've got something to do. So after a long discussion, um, they decide that Mal must be the one to go investigate this. Um, he he is a tracker, and he's going to be the best one to go. And and he doesn't like to be around anyway. Exactly. He doesn't want to be there. Alina gets kind of upset because Nikolai tells her that Mal doesn't belong there and that this is exactly the sort of trip Mal is really good at. And I think Alina is just getting upset because she really she understands. She agrees. She just doesn't want to agree. Yeah, because she said somewhere early in the chapters, too, that it's easier on her when yeah. he's not there. He's not, she's not having to keep an eye on him. She can't see his miserable face. Yeah, and this will finally give him something to do that he, because we know he loves tracking. Mm-hmm. So this he can is, be useful. Exactly. So, and that's actually where it ends, folks. That is the end of our reading. So, and next week, we're finishing the book. Wow. That, that is, is just crazy to think about. It is. Um, but before we end, we've got to do something first, y'all. It's Grisha Cast News. Yeah. So we got a little bit, you know, um, this week. If you paid attention to any of your Twitters or Instagrams, we um, had a picture revealed from Matt Gant, who is the production designer on set of the show. And there was this beautiful picture of like um, candles and that, like, I mean, it was just really pretty. Couldn't, it looked like a room. Um, you couldn't really tell much right. by it. Yeah, the pictures didn't give away anything. Anything. <laughs> but I will say the one picture of the woods and the snow, mm-hmm. all I can picture is Ravka. Yeah. It's just going to be so cool. I can't wait till we finally get more of this. And, um, you know, we got to hold on tight, guys, because, I mean, supposedly this will be coming to us at the end of this year. Supposedly. We should get a trailer. Hopefully. Pretty soon, they're going to have to start advertising this. So I hope so. Um, also, there was I, d- I don't I don't know whether I believe this or not, but supposedly also that they will be done filming at the end of February. 
Um, and then that's going to leave them time then to start editing and doing all that. Um, I don't know how true that is, but it is something that I found. Probably Um, a lot of work with special effects that they're going to have to do. Well, yeah. I mean, we've got to think, I mean, yeah. I mean, just creating the fold itself. And then a lot of magical things. I know they're technically not magical, but to us, it's a magical world. So we're going to have a a lot to do with that. It is magical. So I get it. Um, Anyways, well, next week, so we are just going to be covering the end of the book. We're going to be doing chapters 22, 23, and after. And then, um, yeah, so that's going to be exciting because we know that there's a lot ahead. It is exciting. I'm looking forward to getting to the third part of the book that has to do with the third amplifier that I discussed in the beginning that I just figured out. Girl, you just wait. (laughs) It gets so good. It gets so good. I can't wait till we enter the third book. Um, I just, I get excited over this Well, it's story. a nice angry red book, so it's, it looks very <laughs> dramatic, so I'm very excited. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Uh, so much stuff. It's just, it's neat. Um, well, anyways, um, it has been a lovely Grisha cast, guys. And, um, we so lo- fun. It is. And we love you all. So you guys have a good rest of your weekend, and see you all next week. Yeah, we will. Okay, well, bye, girl. Bye, girl. Bye. Bye. This has been GrishaCast. You may email us at grishapodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at GrishaCast, Twitter at GrishaPodcast, and on Facebook at GrishaCast.